This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 196, Lynn Thier on Emotional Fitness. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Welcome back to the program. It's Jason Lynette. And first things first, I want to thank those of you that have been reaching out to me in terms of the upcoming book launch of Work Smart Business. Uh, we've got several hundred people already on the launch team. And to join that launch team, it means you're actually going to get a free digital copy of the book in advance of the actual launch to help us all to get it uh, rather high up in the Amazon listings on the January 22nd launch date. For details on that, head over to Work Smart Business. Dot com. If you're listening to this after January 22nd, head over to Amazon and purchase it there. I want to welcome Lynn Thier to the program here this week. Uh, I've known of Lynn for quite some time now and just seeing some of the work that she's been doing. She's up in the New Brunswick part of Canada and just an amazing worker in terms of getting out there and really putting the work to use. Someone who's clearly done a lot of excellent training and the most important thing is, again, putting it into use. So you're going to hear a very uh, personal upbringing in terms of uh, overcoming some of her own personal challenges and how that began to motivate a career helping others, working with troubled youths, eventually getting into the fitness industry, and then realizing there was another piece of the puzzle that wasn't quite filled in, and that's where discovering hypnosis and NLP really helped to blend this all together into the career that she's now extremely active and very successful at running. So you're going to hear the themes of how do we work with our weight loss clients? How do we support them if they have a plan, a program that they're already following? And what are those things that we should be aware of working with people again in the weight loss category that it doesn't mean the hypnosis process isn't working if they may also benefit from a nutritionist, a personal trainer to, to be a part of a team rather than working in just the one-to-one, -one. which of course with Lynn's background, that's something she's able to do all on her own, though at the same time phasing out one part of the career to now focus on other aspects. We're also going to get into the amazing topic, of course, of how do you get found? How do you go out there into your community and become an influencer? And on top of that, how do you actually get the phone ringing and the clients coming in and, of course, working with them to help them produce those outstanding results? You can check out Lynn's website. We're going to link to it over in the show notes at worksmarthypnosis.com. We'll also link to her book over there, too. And speaking of which, again, check out worksmartbusiness.com. This is my upcoming wide release book in terms of taking all the experience of building a multiple six-figure hypnosis business and now converting that dialogue to a global audience in terms of how do we reach a bigger audience and how do we actually work to scale up our business year after year. So check that out. That's worksmartbusiness.com. Though if you need help with your hypnosis business, check out hypnoticbusinesssystems.com. That's where I've chronicled how I've done all this stuff, as well as my what's working now dialogue. And specifically some of the stuff that I talked with Lynn here in this conversation about Instagram, once I iron that out for myself, that's content that will be added into hypnotic business systems. It's the roadmap to how I've done basically all that I've done and you get instant access for just $47. Check that out, hypnoticbusinesssystems.com. And with that, let's jump directly into this outstanding conversation, session number 196, Lynn Thier on Emotional Fitness. 
So, yeah, started um, over 25 years ago in uh, corrections, uh, working with uh, young offenders and child protection youth. I did that for quite some time before going back to school, moving to Ottawa again. And uh, I've always had an interest or hobby in fitness. So I've been actually a fitness instructor for um, over 20 years and a personal trainer. And I still teach uh, fitness classes today uh, just because I love to do it. And it forces me to get my workouts in as well. So uh, fitness is a huge part of of, uh, my life as well as um, uh, nutrition. So um, I went to the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. And I can kind of combine all of this now in with um, the hypnosis that I only came into about um, three and a half years ago. Though I love it, and then part of the reason I reached out to you is to see someone who's really hit the ground running and put a lot of this into work, and uh, very successfully, it appears, taking different modalities, different approaches, and building your own mm-hmm. style, your own approach along the way. I'm curious to ask, just to kind of rewind some of this back, you know, that very often it's our it's our background that kind of informs the work that we do nowadays, you know, where I've talked about, you know, managing creative people in the theater career and some of the hobby that I had in magic and how that's kind of informed how I work with hypnosis. I'm curious to ask, working as a corrections officer, um, how has that influenced your work? (laughs) Well, um, actually, I still work with um, troubled youth today. Um, So I I do see clients um, and youth uh, around doing also hypnosis, timeline therapy. I do some NLP techniques as well. Um, and now also just recently certified in the emotion code, um, getting trapped emotions out of the body using that energy healing modality, kind of combining all of these things together um, so that the client can get the best results. And so I still uh, work with youth and um, I do work with a lot of women around the issues, of course, of um, weight loss. Um, And oftentimes, uh, gaining weight or having a weight issue um, is related to uh, trauma. It could be childhood trauma. It could be something that happened um, in their teen years or in their early 20s, and that is affecting them uh, today, um, struggling to lose the weight. So that's why I really love doing the course um, through you, actually, the gastric band hypnosis course that I had done last summer. Um, I'm utilizing that um, in my practice and uh, uh, getting great results uh, with clients with that. And so to look at your work as a nutritionist, to look at your work in terms of being the actual fitness instructor side of it, too. I mean, there's the quote that I think it was Derek Sivers who had the line that if and this is a paraphrase of it, that if everything in life came down to knowing the right strategies, we would all be billionaire CEOs with six pack abs. That it's not just <laughs> it's not just knowledge, which, by the way, he's a millionaire. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not just knowledge. It's not just the eat this, not that. Uh, Was that, I mean, in the fitness career side of things, is that a revelation Mm -hmm. that you hit on before kind of getting into the work that you're doing nowadays? Yeah, I always knew that there was more to it because willpower can only last for so long, right? And and I've pushed through with willpower for myself as I've um, competed um, in women's um, physique bodybuilding. And that's pushing your body to the extreme, but it also takes the mental side of things too, mental and emotional. 
And, um, you know, you can only push yourself so hard and for so long on using that willpower alone and uh, utilizing different techniques, you know, like hypnosis, um, that visualization where you can, you know, see yourself achieving your goal. Um, you know, it's great to be able to put that into place for myself, but to teach others now on how they can do it for themselves so that it's not so difficult. And it's totally about strategy, right? So when I'm working with clients and I do nutrition with them as well, and I coach them on, on fitness, what they need to kind of be incorporating for that overall health and wellness, it to strategize, okay, this is your week, right? What is your strategy if you know that you have this um, Christmas party <laughs> coming up soon or you know you've got this gathering coming up soon and you do want to perhaps indulge and enjoy yourself, but yet you also want to lose weight. Well, what's your strategy around it, right? I utilize intermittent fasting. I utilize carb cycling. I utilize different strategies and teach this to them so that they can implement it for themselves. And, you know, there is a way that you can still cheat on your diet and lose weight at the same time. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, the theme of breaking the all or nothing mindset that, right. uh, you know, as soon as we get rid of that, that here's, I mean, here's a client in the office the other day that, well, I was at this party and I had this, I thought I would have been doing so much better. It's like, yes, you did so much better for the other 11 days since we last saw each other. Uh, right. <laughs> did you overindulge? No, it's okay. Pat yourself on the back. Um, Absolutely. It was, <laughs> you might be one of the few people I can quote uh, Jordan Syatt around and you'd go i know who that is mm -hmm. yeah uh he was the one who he's the uh personal trainer right now for gary vaynerchuk who's the big social media okay. guy that um the, the quote being if you're perfect every single day you might hit your goal in 12 weeks if you're perfect really right. good most of the time um 14 relax mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if the if yeah. the hypnosis has done sort of a reverse engineer back to how you operate as the fitness instructor, how you communicate with those people where you're not necessarily there in the role as the hypnotist, yet if it's influenced that work that you're still doing that was there before the hypnosis appeared. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just, you know, taking that leadership role and, and especially language is important, right? And we all know this when it comes to hypnosis. We know it um, if anyone out there has taken any um, NLP, the Neuro Linguistic Programming. So the linguistics and the way that we talk to people influences on how they respond to you, how they behave to you, listening um, for kind of their preferred rep system, if you want, um, being able to talk to them in their language. And so being able to utilize different language in a class so that you're hitting everyone, right? And you're getting kind of buy-in from everyone. And you're telling people what you want them to do instead of telling them what you don't want them to do, yes. right? Because that unconscious mind doesn't process that negation. So a lot of, and I hear it in the gym when I just go to do my workouts, I hear trainers and different instructors telling their clients what they don't want them to do, right? And so it's just changing that language around and, and getting buy-in from the clients too and teaching them um, how to kind of speak to themselves, how to, um, you know, our thoughts and, and whatnot. So basically, you know, that self-talk that we all have, right? So telling yourself what your goal is, what you'd like to do, what you want to do versus what you don't want, right? Getting that clarity in there. Which is a I mean, side I note. That. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, which is an exercise I do with all my clients, just a clarity exercise. I get them to take a page out and to get out on paper 
everything that they don't want because they usually know what they don't want. And then on the other side of the paper, well, if you don't want that, what do you want instead? Right. And then looking at the language around that. So it's language properly so that the unconscious mind is totally on board. Yeah, I was going to say that kind of highlights the benefit that I always point out that not everybody who goes through a hypnosis training has the specific goal of going off and becoming a hypnotist, sitting down and actually doing the work that it does help to, you know, influence whether it's sales, whether it's fitness, whether it's education. Um, Is there a story that comes to mind of, you know, outside of the talk about what they should be doing rather than what they shouldn't be doing? Is there a specific story or reference that comes to mind of kind of realizing, oh, that's how I used to say it. I need to do it this way instead. Right. Because I used to tell clients what not to do. Mm -hmm. Right. I used to be that person who said, well, don't do it this way, do this, and don't do that. <laughs> so I, <laughs> now, after all the training, I catch myself, and I'm like, nah, uh, tell them only what you want them to do. And that's it. I, I catch myself all the time, and I have to remind myself, and I do it for myself, too, right? So I have to practice on myself. You know, it's, you know, it's only been three years, and, and it's constant reminders and practice, and it's all about awareness, Right. So, you know, I mean, we're all human. We can have up days and down days. And if, you know, someone's going through a down day and myself, I still have them too. Especially being in our our Eastern Canada weather with uh, snow, cold, mm. and no sun. <laughs> so it's like, okay, yes, we take our vitamin D, but now it's also to remind yourself and have that awareness of, you know, what are your thoughts? What's your self-talk, right? And focusing on if there is that negative self-talk or those thoughts is changing it, being aware of it, and changing it into what do you want instead? You know, because we choose how we feel. We choose, you know, what we what we want. And so even though there might be outside forces around you that can influence you, you still have a choice on how you respond to events that are outside of us. So being just having that total awareness, which I never had before doing all of these um, different courses like the hypnosis, the NLP, the timeline therapy, just having um, a higher, greater awareness now um, than I ever had before, which is quite uh, quite great. I love that. So there's a specific theme I'd love to chat about then that uh, this comes from a dialogue I was having with a student the other day that he was explaining that here's a person who he's working with that is doing much better in terms of how they feel about the stress, the anxiety, taking those things down. And yet the scenario mm-hmm. is uh, it's been several weeks. The weight really hasn't quite budged. Uh, and to hear right. some of the reports, to bring in some of the strategy side of it, okay, so there's there's the idea of I want to eat this way, but there's not the follow-through yet. There's not there's the goal of exercising, yet that's not following through. And you know we got onto the dialogue that this was a person he had worked with before that stopped smoking, I mean, instantly. And my, my response mm-hmm. was that, well, that's a light switch. You can tell someone to stop smoking and to take something in motion and stop it is much easier than taking something that's not actually happening and getting it started. Um, I can point back to years ago working with weight loss clients. Here they'd be, they're eating so much better. We deal with the emotional stuff. They're doing so much better. And yet that little component of the movement, the exercise, the taking action was not quite yet there. So I'm curious to hear from your perspective, what are some of those best ways to get that motivation cycle and that action cycle really in motion? Well, uh, for me, it's 
um, of course, doing the hypnosis around it and getting to that unconscious mind, of course, with um, doing a specific session on um, exercise motivation, but also um, it's, it's having the strategy, right? Yes. Having a trigger. So for me, you know, I explain, I exercise first thing in the morning. And so I have my gym bag packed. I have my workout clothes on my dresser where in the morning when I wake up, it's the first thing I see. That's my trigger, right? So I get the client that I'm working with to identify what could be a possible um, good trigger for them to know that, okay, this is my time to exercise. And I also um, do, do journaling, do food journaling, and I do have um, an agenda book. And in my agenda book, and a lot of people still have agenda books, I'm old school, yes, I know it's not all computerized, <laughs> but I, I, I write my workout in into my agenda on what time I'm doing it and what I'm doing specifically. So I get the client to get very specific on, first of all, what is their goal? And the best way to achieve that goal, what is their strategy? So we look at, you know, what strategy is going to work for them? And then we, we make a plan and we do that. And people commit to it with that accountability of each week. They know they have to show, you know, you know, did you make it to the gym? And, but if not, why not? Right? So it's, there are no failures. There's only feedback and learning. <laughs> right? So it's not a failure if you didn't get to the gym. Something might have come up. You know, there's, there's some people say, well, that's just an excuse. Well, it just depends, right? Depends on what happens in life. Life happens some days. And it's okay as long as you learn from that feedback, right? But there's also the other side to it. There's another component, and that is, um, you know, cause and effect, right? We can either have results or we can have excuses. So it's calling on people to say, you know what, if I'm going to coach you, and I tell people straightforward, I'm going to coach you and this is what you want to do. I'm going to be um, gentle, but sometimes I'm not going to be so gentle if you're making excuses, right? So it's calling people out to say, okay, this is what happened. This was your plan. What happened here? And how can we strategize so that next week it totally works out for you? What's beautiful about that is bringing in the the accountability into that. And there's a, there's a really nice transition that you made there that I've heard many people at times cautious to do something of this nature, which is that you brought yourself into the process, yet you did it in a way as an example, but then immediately pivoted to go, so let's find the best thing that's going to work for you, rather than, oh, here's what I do, just do that. Um, as you know, I'm also the extremely early morning weightlifting person, because I think it was like five in the morning when we were setting up this conversation. Uh, <laughs> right. So rather than just going, oh, here's what I do, just do that. Uh, yet to see the right. way to appropriately go, well, here's something we found to work. Here's why it works. And let's find a version of that that's going to be effective for you. Right. It's got to, right? Mm-hmm. Got to be... You know, is it a mom and it's got to work and you got to do what works for the person. Yeah. Is there a story of uh, working with somebody that kind of getting that motivational cycle, getting that that uh, momentum in place was perhaps challenging at one point, but then suddenly it clicked and then things were moving in a better direction? Well, I, I've had a few clients that have had some challenges, of course, and the main challenge was the working out. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just going back to strategy. How can we make this work for you, 
right? And it's getting back to what is your goal, right? And what is it that you want? Nobody says you have to work out, no, right? No. It's do you want to, right? Doing this and you sh- it's totally up to, to them. It just depends. Do they want to um, achieve this goal? And what's the best way for them to get there? Not everybody wants to go to a gym. Not everybody wants to do weights. And that's totally okay. If you perhaps find something you enjoy, like swimming or maybe just dancing or doing a class or doing yoga, right? As long as you're moving your body in healthy ways, which works the heart to help to burn fat. So to kind of float above this entire conversation, uh, not everybody in the hypnosis industry are, you know, have the expertise that you have that you had even before you got into this. So then I'd ask you the, uh, the extremely bold question. Uh, there's a ton of misinformation and fitness and nutrition. Uh, there's a ton of opinions and, uh, it's common that people will argue, uh, their method of fitness, their method of healthy eating more so than they argue religion or politics. Uh, <laughs> so are there, are there, as I gave the advice to a friend the other day, who's going, Oh, I'm going to do intermittent fasting, I think. And I go, okay, I did that for 18 months. I, I had to change it up when I switched over to a much heavier volume of weightlifting. But can I give you one piece right. of advice? Yeah, what was it? I go, don't tell anybody you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because everyone That's will right. tell you, yeah, everyone will give you other opinions. And, you know, meanwhile, mm-hmm. if you find what works for you, keep it up. So I, I'd ask you to kind of, the, the bullet points perhaps, what are those just bigger picture perspectives that people really need to have? Here's a person coming in for weight loss. Uh, where does the work really need to focus, would you say, in your opinion? Well, the first step, of course, is the mindset, right? Because if you don't have the mindset there, then nothing else is going to work, right? The mind is key. And I always tell people that um, they have to be willing to um, experiment because what works for one person may not work for another. We're all biochemically unique, Right. And when it comes to the different lifestyles, um, when I do nutrition with clients, I say that there's different eating styles that you can choose from, you know, and, and one might work for you and one might not work for you. So you can, you know, do intermittent fasting coupled with um, carb cycling, coupled with different things. But again, it's a diet or a lifestyle that you cannot maintain. If you say, well, maybe I can do this for three months, but I couldn't do it forever, then it's probably not the right plan for you, Mm -hmm. right? Some people are on the big keto wagon. So, you know, keto lifestyle, there's a very small percentage of people that can actually live that lifestyle 100% of the time. Yes, yeah. Especially if you're, you know, if you're in the gym and you're working out, then it can be difficult. Now, again, if you're someone who does not enjoy working out, has no intention of working out, um, it might be something that you'd like to do, right? So people have to be willing to experiment and decide if I've used the intermittent fasting. I do a lot of carb cycling with clients, so cycling their carbs up and down. Um, keeps the body guessing and uh, can work really, really well when it comes to weight loss. Yeah. 
So then yeah. look, looking at it in terms of I love that mindset of play, that just experiment with it, see what works, see what's going to be a fit for you, that there's not just one specific method to all of it. That's right. There's so much um, out there on the Internet. There's a lot of misinformation, and it's always good to look for um, research, right? So people can take to find different research studies that have been done, which can be helpful. But again, it always comes back to um, your body um, is biochemically unique. You know, if you've got some issues going on hormonally, that can always um that's a consideration as well. So it's so, to, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'll, I'll, you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just saying that sometimes there's issues hormonally, especially for women, when it comes to thyroid, parathyroid, things like this, right? So it's to um, optimize um, the hormones so that you're able to um, also lose the weight more easily to make sure your thyroid's working properly and uh, things of that nature. Yeah, I was going to rewind it back that I was curious uh, what that intention was to initially then take this career that you already had and then now go into the hypnosis. What was that first introduction to hypnosis for you? Um, It was a few years ago. I was actually looking for something different, kind of going off on a different path. Um, if we go to my backstory a little mm-hmm. bit, um, I come from a background of um, trauma and abuse from the early age of four. And so I had been through the traditional system of counseling, going to psychologists or psychiatrists. And um, after 20 some years of this, I still wasn't feeling any better. I struggled with um, depression, and um, so when I came across a couple who was doing something called timeline therapy and NLP and hypnosis, um, I thought, well, why not <laughs> try something different? It's something I'd never done before. And after I'm um, doing um, some therapy with this couple, um, I was able, after 29 years, to come off of my morning um, antidepressant pill. Right now, I don't advocate for people to go off their medications, of course, <laughs> but for me, that was huge. Right, so um, that's no longer needed, and I was able to make a, uh, some big shifts just for myself personally. And so, when that happened, I was like, "Well, okay, so how do I get trained in this?" And so that was kind of what set off um, my training. Um, and then I even wrote a book about it <laughs> called "Your Life Matters." Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear, but shit happens now what is yeah. the subtitle. <laughs> and uh, so that book um, basically talks about uh, my story um, uh, growing up, uh, struggles I had in my teen years of uh, abusing drugs and alcohol, kind of to numb myself, and um, kind of coming out on the other side and now, um, you know, working with clients to help them overcome their trauma. And uh, many, like I said, with trauma have weight-related issues. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. So in the shape of someone now is coming into your space to work with you, how does that process typically begin for you? Well, oftentimes I meet with clients for a consultation, and we go through some in-depth case history, and then we kind of devise a plan that's going to work um, for them. I explain the different modalities that I use, and then I combine them. 
Um, I do a lot of, um, now I'm utilizing the emotion codes first, usually to get rid of those trapped emotions that are vibrating um, at a frequency inside your body because uh, we're all energy. So that's the energetic body getting rid of that trapped emotions. And that could be related to anything from uh, food cravings to addictions to, um, you know, just anything at all in terms of those trapped emotions. We can identify um, not only the trapped emotion, but approximately what age it was lodged and where it's lodged in your body. And so once that's released, then uh, I usually move into um, the hypnosis piece. Uh, Depending on what the client issue is and what their goal is, you know, I may utilize some NLP techniques, some swish patterns, some like to dislike when it comes to specific foods. Um, So combining all of it. Yeah. So then inside of that, into the actual process, how how much would you say it takes the shape of, let's call it a formal hypnotic session? Are you kind of blending it all together into its own unique system? I kind of blend it all together. I usually do start out with some emotion code first and mm-hmm. and oftentimes I'm doing just emotion code with um, with hypnosis and then we go into um, a hypnosis session yeah. um, where they're you know fully and deeply relaxed doing the induction, doing the uh, process of um, hypnosis and then a lot of them report feeling quite relaxed and <laughs> feeling good when they leave because as you know when you're in that hypnotic state you're in that total relaxation so it's a very good feeling and when they come out of it and uh, they go off and go about their day then they feel really really good afterwards yeah so then inside of that process and let's talk about when they come back uh, are you are you booking a mm-hmm. single appointments at times are you doing programs well right now um, I'm basically doing um, three to eight-week sessions. It depends on what the issue is, right? Mm -hmm. So I am doing the gastric band uh, protocol, uh, which is a four-week protocol, but I'm also including with that, I do extra sessions, and I do, um, I combine the emotion code inside those sessions uh, with the specific gastric band sessions, and um, I do each week, um, we talk about and and I give a nutrition handout. And I give everyone a beginner exercise program and recipe book that I've kind of developed over the the years. Um, So it's kind of a full um, rounded program that utilizes the hypnosis along with the nutrition piece, the fitness piece all together. So then to take this as a model that, you know, most of the people who are listening are, uh, say this next phrase, not as a negative, but they're just hypnotists, as if that's not enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> years ago, someone uh, printed uh, business cards for me without my asking, and they, they made just the logo on the business card glossy. And I'm looking, it's like, I wasn't, do I had to pay extra for this? She goes, no, I just wanted to see if we could pull off what's called spot UV printing. And the response was, yeah, it's cool, but it says hypnotist. That's kind of enough. Um, for <laughs> right. those that don't have the same, you know, background, the same training, the same, uh, you know, sort of uh, titles that you would have, how, how would you recommend mm-hmm. that the person working purely as the hypnotist look to other resources or recommendations or other, uh, you know, sort of modalities or even referrals? Like, how would you recommend someone else who's just in that role of hypnotist kind of round out what they do to best support their client? 
Well, it's always great to have um, referral network, right? Yes. So for myself, I don't do um, a lot of personal training anymore. So I have, you know, personal trainers that um, I've worked with in the past that I happily send my clients to for that, right? Um, because I'm already registered nutritionist, I do the nutrition piece. However, if I wasn't, then I might want to have a registered nutritionist um, as someone that I trust and, you know, to refer clients to a nutritionist that can kind of help them with the food aspect, the meal planning aspect, right? They might even be able to assist them um, to, you know, with supplementation, right? Because we all know that our soil is depleted. Um, it's not like it was a hundred years ago. So we're not getting the vitamins and nutrients from our foods like we did a hundred years ago, right? So supplementation could be key as well. So it's, it's wonderful to, of course, be the hypnotist and to utilize the skills that, that we've learned and, um, just to be aware and to know that, okay, well, if I'm working with someone for weight loss, I might want to refer them to, you know, a, a nutritionist or, or a fitness trainer or maybe, you know, a, a certain place where they do classes that this person might enjoy. It's good to have that repertoire of, uh, Oop, hello, still with me? Yep, I am. Yeah. dropped you there. Yeah, it dropped out. And uh, hey, Kate, here's an edit. Uh, if you can back up and just... Uh, <laughs> I don't put a note here in the timestamp of 2930. Yeah, it's good that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, if you could... Um, and Kate's awesome. If there's, uh, if you can kind of rewind back to say a good repertoire of and kind of pick up from that theme. Whenever you're ready. Oh, you want me to? Yeah, <laughs> you were saying that it'd be it'd be great if they have a good repertoire of. I think is where you kind of right. popped out there. We'll clean up it up. Yeah, first. and and that's where I was kind of finishing with that. Just to have a good repertoire of you know people that you can refer your clients to that you know and trust. And yeah. what I think is the most important message to hear from that is that doesn't necessarily mean it's not working. That I've I've had that dialogue at times with other people in our line of work that. Here they are, and the concern is, yeah, but if I'm sending to the nutritionist, it means what I did didn't work. It's like, well, no, you've got now a plan that this person can follow that's specifically custom designed for that individual based on their schedule, based on, you know, everything down to food allergies or whatever else may be an issue. Mm -hmm. And now also here's this beautiful roadmap that hypnotically you get to reinforce and strengthen along the way. Exactly. Right. So it's the hypnotist has a huge uh, role to play in terms of um, mindset, in terms of building and creating new healthy habits within the unconscious mind. That's something that a nutritionist or a fitness trainer cannot do. So combining it could potentially just help that client even further. So I'm kind of curious because I see a lot of really interesting things that you've been doing, whether it's Facebook, whether it's things on your website. What have you found to be the most effective of actually getting those clients, of actually getting discovered by those clients and now, of course, working with them? Uh, For me, in the the small area that I live in, Eastern Canada, the main thing in order to get clients is, of course, to be consistent with your postings on, you know, your Facebook page, let's say, but also to get out and do uh, face-to-face seminars. 
So I have another one uh, coming up next week on Tuesday where um, I'm going out and I do talk about, you know, dispelling the myth (laughs) of what hypnosis actually is and isn't. So talking about hypnosis and talking about the emotion code um, energy healing and doing some um, examples, picking people from the audience who show up for the seminar just to... um, just to practice on people and show them exactly how it works. So doing the demonstrations, actually uh, showing rather than just telling. Exactly. Doing the demonstrations is powerful because then people can actually see for themselves how things work. Yeah. So then uh, what else have you found to be effective? What other modalities, what other methods? Uh, different methods for working with clients. I use. Um, well, I mean, for actually getting the clients to actually be discovered. Well, well, basically, that's that's what I've been using so far. Yeah. Um, I do put out um, a newsletter. Um, so, of course, building your list, having that um, newsletter go out um, monthly or biweekly, and being consistent with it, and and kind of you know making sure that. Um, it's information that people are looking for, right? So making sure it's relevant, making sure that um, it keeps people's interest. And so doing the, the newsletters, the Facebook, um, different posts, I have to admit, um, I'm not so great on Instagram. That's something that <laughs> in the new year that I need to learn a little bit more. Um, Wait a minute, that's a platform that was mostly built by people in the fitness industry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so, yeah, Instagram is something that I need to learn to use more for myself and my business. Uh, so that'll be a goal for myself for 2019 is to learn more on how to uh, promote uh, business on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I'd share kind of one yeah. of the, the plays that I'm currently workshopping right now is that uh, not necessarily for my local business, but instead a little bit more for the online, the training side of things with other projects launching. You know, recognizing that with Facebook, we can be a little bit more, it's exactly what you're doing in every other uh, market. You're getting out there, you're providing value. And Facebook, we can get on there and provide value. Here's a two-minute teaching video. Here's a quick story of something. Here's a resource that someone can go and download. Uh, Instagram is a different game because it's not as Mm -hmm. easy to go click this link to learn more or the video is only a few seconds and there's the stories, there's methods of people who would string together all these smaller Instagram stories. It tends to be more of the, and I hate to use the phrase, and I use it without any negativity behind it. It's a little bit more narcissistic of a platform, <laughs> as in it's the <laughs> right. look, it, it's the ultimate look what I'm doing right now. Uh, and I think the yeah. strategy to play there, and this is my one of my next workshops that I'm going to be playing with is to go, okay, so it's got to be the balance of here I am doing something, but at the same time, whether it's the inspirational meme or something of a, you know, meme style posting that actually starts a conversation. So yeah, I, I kind of look at it as it as an adjunct to everything else. But I'd say that's where um, when I've got a teenager client in the office, they're not on Facebook these days. They're on Instagram. No, um, no, or every on time, Instagram. Or every time I'm in a chat with somebody in Facebook Messenger or text, and I'm sending over the uh, little animated uh, GIF, my dialogue inside my brain is always, "Well, beats talking to people." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, where can where can people find out more about your work online and and your book as well? Uh, well, my book is on Amazon. 
so it's just called Your Life Matters. Um, so that can be found on Amazon. And my website is just my name, lynnthier.com. So it's L-Y-N-N-T-H-I-E-R.com. And there's an explanation on my website on the different modalities that I use, um, such as the hypnosis, NLP, timeline therapy, and emotion code energy healing. Outstanding. Well, Lynn, it's been awesome having you on here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. See you around soon. Thank you. Jason Lynette here once again. And as always, thank you so much for sharing this on your social media streams, for leaving your reviews online. That's what helps to make the uh, Apple and Google robots very happy for more folks to find this program. Once again, also head over to worksmartbusiness.com to learn more about my upcoming book. And if you need specific help in the hypnotic industry, check out Hypnotic Business Systems. Com. Everything from done-for-you marketing campaigns to step-by-step screenshot tutorials. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Use something that already works. HypnoticBusinessSystems.com. See you on the inside. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. <laughs>